Hello, everybody. Josh Brown here, back for another great episode on Franchise Euphoria. Well, today's episode is brought to you by IndieFranchiseLaw.com, a leading resource in the franchise space to help you if you're considering buying a franchise, turning your business into a franchise, or growing your business through a licensing or franchise structure. So go on, check it out, IndieFranchiseLaw.com. I think you'll find a lot of valuable and free information as you continue to kind of weigh franchising and licensing and the growth of your business. Without further ado, I hope you enjoy today's episode. So I just wanted to jump on real quick before we go to the interview today and let you know that this interview was recorded before everything with the coronavirus really sort of hit its peak and everything's been shut down. So the interview you're about to hear is just a regular normal interview like I would do on a weekly basis for the last seven years. But wanted to give you a heads up that you know one of the things that I've been looking at as we've all gone are going through this unprecedented crisis is you know what are some additional things that I can do by way of the podcast to try to help out those businesses who are undoubtedly going to be affected franchise businesses franchisees franchisors and small businesses alike so starting this Thursday and continuing uh, forward I'm going to be adding an additional episode each week Uh, So in addition to the regular interview episodes on Tuesdays, there will also be an additional episode on Thursday that'll be a little bit shorter, and it'll be just me going in for, you know, 10 or 15 minutes and just talking about things that we can think about, things that we could possibly do, things that we could consider in these uncertain times as business owners, because After all, we're all going through this together, and uh, hopefully this will help everybody feel a little bit more at ease as they deal with these uncertain times and uncertain future going forward. Without further ado, I hope you enjoy this interview. Today on Franchise Euphoria, I'm thrilled to have on William Edmondson. Mr. Edmondson is the Chief Operating Officer of Office Evolution, which is the nation's largest co-working franchisor in the United States. The brand currently has 65 locations open and operating in 24 states across the country and has nearly 80 deals in various stages of development. Office Evolution's business model is unique because it focuses on serving secondary markets outside major cities, which not only keeps lease prices down, but also serves the forgotten working generation of suburb-dwelling independent employers and small business owners. Mr. Edmondson has launched, scaled, and led brands with top-line revenue ranging from $12 million to $3.3 billion, including Hampton Inns, Cambria Suites, Embassy Suites, and Abbey Executive Suites. William is currently the COO of Office Evolution, and in this interview, it's a really interesting dive into the model behind Office Evolution and how they've seen success over the years. So without further ado, I hope you enjoy this interview with William Edmondson. Hello, William. Welcome to Franchise Euphoria. How are you doing? I'm doing great. Thank you. So I'm excited to have you on today. Obviously, you're the uh, COO of Office Evolution, which is a co-working franchise. This is kind of a unique franchise model. And so we love having unique franchise models on Franchise Euphoria. So thanks for coming on. My pleasure. And, you know, it's it's such an exciting industry. And for somebody who's been in franchising since the late 80s, 
this is one of the most exciting concepts I've ever seen. And it certainly is starting to really take off like a rocket. I can't wait to talk about the actual concept, but tell me, what have you been doing in franchising since the 80s? Like the the different (laughs) brands you've been involved with? Well, I I like to say I started as a child, but that's not quite right. Uh, Started right out of college. I was in the hotel industry. I was working for various brands. I started out with actually the ad agency for Embassy Suites Hotels. And within a year, they hired me away. So different franchise brands I worked with include Embassy Suites. Uh, I took a promotion and moved to Holiday Inns, then to Homewood Suites, and then Hampton Inns, where I spent the bulk of my franchising career, uh, about 15 years. And I was over all of the franchise support. I was the number two in the brand and actually got to be there as we grew from 200 locations to 1,300. And when I left, we had 850. So no, no stranger to the industry. Well, and so you take that sort of background with hotels and other concepts, and what brings you to the office evolution sort of co-working model? Sure, that's a great question. You know, after the after the hotel industry, after after Hampton, I, I launched a brand for Choice Hotels called Cambria, and then the economy went down. and In two thousand nine, financing as we knew it just dried up, and uh, I received a call from a recruiter about a non franchise company, but it was in it was in this co working or flexible office space, uh, and I, I ended up becoming president and CEO of a chain called. Abbey Executive Suites. And uh, that really got me into this industry. Well, I remember, I mean, I can remember it was right around that time frame when you started seeing, you know, I'm in Indiana and we started seeing those kind of pop up. And it, it always kind of caught my attention, this idea of having, you know, a space where you can go to an office, but you have all the amenities of a big office space, but you're basically paying for your your one office and you're, you're sharing in the costs uh, and everybody's sharing sharing the cost. Well, you know, you flash forward now and it seems like this is such a popular concept all across the country. I mean, I, you've probably seen explosive growth. I know not just with your franchise system, but just across the board. Oh, no question. It's really caught on. And there, there are a number of reasons for it. Um, you mentioned earlier for an individual business person or even for a big company for regional offices, you know, you get all of the positives. You can you can get your own office or you can get a meeting room plan or phone answering or, or the ability to use co-working space. E- even at the, at the very base of the product offering, somebody could use a professional address, you know, a, a real building. Like in Houston, I always like to talk about you could get a, a Loop 610 address, but you might be a, a solopreneur. So it adds that credibility it adds all of the facilities and amenities that you would want with the meeting rooms, the kitchen, the shared receptionist, all of those kinds of things. And you, you are, you're, you're paying basically for whatever level package you have, which might be a full office. It might be just receiving your mail there, but you can also pay a la carte for any of the other things that you may need for your business. Great model. No, it really is. Did you come up with this concept? No, I, I wish I could say that I did, but in my previous company, the founder actually was one of the pioneers in the industry. His name's Chris Brown, and uh, I learned a lot from him. And between the, the franchise background I had from the hotel industry and all of the, the service-oriented things that I learned there, you know, I was able to take this opportunity 
to come over to Office Evolution and just put all of those same things in place. You know, the, the service orientation, all of the marketing, all of the guest touch points, but focus in on this industry and the types of members that we have. So walk walk us through, I mean, what the actual model, you know, if you're a franchisee and you're, you're a prospective franchisee and you're looking at at this type of co-working space, which, which again, I, I find to be very, very fascinating and intriguing. There are other franchises in that space and everybody does it a little bit different. I guess one of, one of my first questions is, is when you come in as a franchisee, are you looking for your franchisees to buy the real estate and build the building? Or is this the franchisees are coming in, leasing office space and then releasing it out to the ultimate tenants? You know, Office Evolution franchisees are actually leasing space in buildings, and we we have a whole process where we help them based on what's made our other franchisees successful, basically taking our formula, and we partner with Cushman Wakefield and help our franchisees narrow down their search and make a decision on where do they want to be. And all of the things that we've learned through our 17 years of being in business really, really help them understand what's going to make my location more successful than somebody else's location. I mean, you see a similar, like you see similar concepts, but they're niche specific. Like you see a lot of the salon franchises that those are essentially co-working spaces for just salon professionals. And you see that in other industries. Exactly. Yeah. But this is just what, what's the, what's the type of end user tenant that a franchisee would be going after? So people who are our members tend to be the solopreneurs. Um, That really kind of helps us stand out. We are a suburban model. We're typically between seven and 11,000 square feet. So it's, it's comfortable, but it's not it's not so big that you're a num you know a number. You really are a, a recognized member, and our members tend to be like I said, solopreneurs. But people like an attorney, a financial planner, maybe they're a therapist. Occasionally, we'll have people who are the representative of of a big company that just happens to need a, a single office or a couple of offices. Uh, but that's really our sweet spot. And so when it when it was started. Was the thought of franchising at the very beginning, or how, how, did, how did this get converted into a franchise? What was that sure. process like? Sure. Mark Hemeter, Office Evolution's founder, actually was, was in a similar type concept, and he had been working from home and you know, realized he couldn't get his work done with, with three children, three daughters in, at various ages, and he decided that he would open the first Office Evolution, and that was in 2003. And after that, he opened additional locations. The success kept driving more, you know, between business people who needed an, a full-time office and people who wanted those virtual offices or meaning the, the kinds of packages that would allow them to use meeting rooms or receive their mail or uh, use kind of a drop-in co-working space. Um, that became popular and he continued opening additional locations and in 2012, actually began franchising. So that that was the birth of Office Evolution growing into a franchise model. Well, so he did it for he did it for about nine years before franchising it. Yeah, and you know, unlike a, a, a lot of franchises that you may see out there, you know, we have a proven model that we actually tried as a company. This is before I was there, of course, but you know, we tried it as a company. It worked. We fine tuned it. We know what the formulas to success are. We 
really have it figured out what, what's the right real estate, what's the right manager, and what is the formula to follow. Those are kind of our three keys to success, along with having a great attitude. And like any really good franchisor, we've continued to learn from what works and learn from what doesn't work. And in fact, we were just ranked number 267 in Entrepreneur's Franchise 500. And, and it wasn't because we we're trying to win an award. It was because we believe we're doing the right things to help our franchisees be successful. Now, is each location outfitted the same way, or is it based on the geography of where it is located? Yes, they have the same look and feel. They have signature items, starting with the orange wall behind the front desk uh, and, and a special tree that we have in a, uh, memorialized in a painting. Um, that is in all of the locations. There are some variances, like with, with any brand I've ever worked with, there's some variances from generation to generation. But if you look across the board, you're going to see the same elements. You're going to see the same type of furniture. Our newer locations all have a, a brand signature carpet. Uh, we have highlighted colors that we use in our color palette. So it gives a, it gives a familiar experience to our members uh, which is important because they can use any of our locations across the country uh, 24-7. We have a key fob that each member gets, and they're able to do that. Oh, that's great. Yeah. It re- you know, it really makes it convenient. It may be something that is, is a member you may never use, but it's good to know that you have it there. And I, I liken it to my previous hotel industry career as it's like the hotel swimming pool. You're probably not going to use it, but it's nice to have it there. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> well, I mean, the type of person that you're looking for, or that Office Evolution is looking for, is sort of the ideal franchisee. I mean, you guys are now in 65 locations. It sounds like your model's a little bit unique in that you sort of are going to secondary markets. So you're not really focused on major cities, which is sort of interesting. I'd love for you to touch on that, Uh, but you're going to some of these secondary markets. Um, But then after you touch on that, I'd love to hear who is the ideal type of franchisee candidate that you guys are looking for, you know, experience level, what they bring to the table, what they should expect as a franchisee of the Office Evolution franchise. Oh, I'd be glad to. I get I get energized talking about this. You know, it's it's fun. You mentioned 65 locations. Actually, between the time we sent you the briefing and the time that you know we're recording this, we actually opened two more locations. So we're now 67 locations, about 80 in various stages of development, and we're operating in 24 states. And I'm glad you brought up the suburban model because that is a key differentiator for us. And we have, we have found, Josh, that the suburban model works really well. There's so much competition in a downtown urban area, and the, the focus really is different. And it, those are really not designed to meet the needs of our members. So as I mentioned, our members tend to be solopreneurs. They tend to be, you know, late 30s and up. Many of them own their own businesses, not all of them, but many of them are entrepreneurs, just just like we are. And the suburban model works great for them. They have that professionalism in their office. They've got a built-in network of people with other businesses, and they, they really like that. But the real trick is that they like that they can hop in the hop in the car and go to their kid's school to see 
a play or a ball game. They can pop over to the house for lunch. You know, it's it's easy. It takes a lot of the headache of driving to a, a CBD out of the you know, central business district out of the mix. And it, it really is convenient. And what we find is that our members, when they're at work, they tend to be very focused on on getting their job done. And, you know, when they when they want to go do something else, they they have the ability to do that. Well, and do you, I mean, do you guys have like coffee inside there? Do you have sort of a coffee place? I mean, yeah. what's, so, so what are some of the amenities that you have in there? Great question. So each office evolution location, when you come in, there'll be a reception desk and, and reception area. And that is where the single employee, we have a, we run a single employee model and it's very important if you have a single employee model to get the employee right. So we are very good about who we hire because they are a combination salesperson, concierge, friend, uh, notary. I mean, they, they make the coffee. They do, they do all kinds of things. They receive your packages at your business address. All of these things. So that's the first amenity you're going to have is that reception area and the, and the wonderful rock star that we have up front. As you go through the center, you're going to see, typically we're going to have two to three, uh, maybe even more at some locations, meeting rooms. And those range uh, in size from you know, being able to host a small meeting to um, many of our centers have a, a you know boardroom that holds 12 or 14. And a few have actual training centers for larger groups. So that, that's a common amenity. There's a drop-in, or a lot of people call it co-working area where there may be a combination of high top and low top tables where there's a uh, the ability for people to come in and use a desk or space that's open. Uh, there are also some that are reserved in that open area. Beyond that, then we have a, a kitchen area. It's a shared kitchen. We've got all the coffees and teas and things that anyone could ever want, along with the refrigerator, uh, you know, water, uh, all the glassware, plates, silverware, et cetera. So it really it, it really makes it easy for a member if they want to grab a bite or they just want a cup of coffee uh, to have with one of their uh, one of their clients. It's really easy deal. The other thing we have is we have private offices, and those range in size typically from you know maybe 75, 80 square feet to bigger offices that would be more of a traditional office, 150 feet. And then we have what we call team offices, and those may be bigger. And what we're seeing, Josh, is a lot of companies now like to put several of their teams together in what we call a team office. And it's kind of like the co-working version, but it's only the people in your company in that in that maybe it's a 250 square foot uh, office. So that's that's becoming very popular as well. So uh, those really are the key items. Uh, oh, I did leave one out, and that is uh, because we also have mail plans and phone answering. Uh, there, uh, there is a call center that answers people's calls. Oh, that's a that's huge. It's, that's that's a really oh, absolutely, and and that's based in Salt Lake, but we answer calls for our members all across the country. And you know, you can you can have it where it just goes to your phone, or you can have it where that person does a customized answer for your business. You know, this is this is Josh, home of the the world famous podcast. You know, if that's what you wanted to say, <laughs> they, yeah, they could do that and, and screen your calls, and it's it's really a wonderful function. I actually use that even in our corporate office. 
Well, so who who's the ideal franchisee? I mean, is this somebody who's in real estate? Is this somebody who's gonna who has another job, and so this is gonna be a part time endeavor once they get it open? Is this a full time involvement? I mean, who's the ideal franchisee to come into this franchise? The ideal office evolution candidate uh, really could be a number of folks, but things that things that are common typically it's somebody who has what I call a day job. And when I say day job, I'm talking about maybe it's corporate executives that are seeking retirement or transitions over the next however many years. It could be investors who are looking for a franchise model where they may want to do several of them and, and continue to build up this recurring revenue stream that we generate, not only from the people who have offices with us, but from those virtual office clients, which make up about a third of the revenue that comes in. Uh, which is great. It's a great use of your space. Those investors really tend to like the what we call the manage the manager model, which basically means that you know you've got this one employee who's running your center. They really shine when they are a professional sales-oriented business center manager who the franchisee can empower to run the center day to day. Now they're supported by our company. Office Evolution Corporate, we're handling all of the billing of every member. I mentioned we've got a call center that is handling the phone answering, and uh, we've got tech support that handles all of the technology platform and the support of that. So investors like that because they they can roll up their sleeves and focus on either their day job or uh, doing something else. And uh, the business you know, once it's up and stabilized, almost runs itself. You know, it's it's checking in and managing that manager. Um, we do find that they're building owners that are interested in putting a, a, a location of office evolution in their building uh, because we know how to do it and it's what we do well. And that lets them do what they do well, you know, leasing out entire floors and things like that to other people. And then we we do have just various entrepreneurial people that really like the concept so much, or maybe they've had an office in either an office evolution, which several of our franchisees now own office evolution franchises, or it could even be people who've stayed uh, or have had an office in some of our competitors. So in, in addition to the franchise fee, sort of the build out everything for a franchisee who's looking at you know one location, it might, might vary from multi-unit, what's sort of the range of investment? Yeah, you know, detailed numbers are in our FDD. In the FDD, yeah. Yeah, and and I don't get into it a whole lot. It's it's a pretty big range, but depending on the location and the size and where it is, you know, you could start in the $250,000, $300,000 range, and it can go on up. I know that we've got franchisees in, in some markets where maybe it's a bigger location and maybe just the square footage, you know, is, is a little bit bigger than our current model. And that'll that'll run it up a bit. Well, I really appreciate uh, William you coming on and sharing. Like I said, I mean, I'm always, I'm I'm very intrigued by this model just because I see, you know, in the in the world that we live in, and and the increasingly mobile uh, world that we live in, you know, you see a lot of people who are going more towards these co-working spaces. You know, a lot obviously with the solopreneurs, but even people who perhaps have their main office in one part of a city but want to have remote offices around, it becomes a good option for that as well. Oh, no question. As we mentioned earlier, the ability to let, let's say you're a, a businessman in 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 Denver, maybe you're in Louisville, Colorado, uh, a suburb of Denver. 
where my office is, we've got a center just above us, one of our office evolution locations. If you're a financial planner, that allows you to then go visit your clients all over the metropolitan area. So they may go to Denver downtown, they may go to Longmont, Colorado, they may go to Broomfield. You know, it gives them that opportunity where they can travel to their clients. I was talking to an attorney earlier, and he he doesn't do business in Atlanta very often, but he happened to have a business meeting in Atlanta, and he found out that we have two locations in Atlanta with several more coming. And it allowed him to have kind of that home field advantage when he had a deposition out there. It's a cool concept. Oh yeah, no, for sure. Well, sounds like, you know, you don't need me wishing you luck. You guys are off to the races, but uh, we'll we'll take any luck we can get. (laughs) I appreciate coming on and sharing about the concept and I, and I wish you guys nothing but the best of luck uh, going forward. So thank you so much. My my pleasure. Office Evolution is fun and we, we enjoy talking with you. Well, and if anybody wants to find out more, they can go to officeevolution.com. Is there any other contact information you want to give out? Yeah, there's also officeevolutionfranchise.com, um, which is, is actually it's a part of officeevolution.com, but that is specifically designed for people who are interested in owning an Office Evolution franchise or learning more about it. We've got all kinds of information there. It talks about really all of the details you would want to know if you were interested in getting to that next step. Fantastic. Well, thanks so much. I look forward to to hearing about all your, your future and continued success. It was a pleasure talking with you, Josh. Thank you. Thank you so much for tuning in for another episode of Franchise Euphoria. If you enjoyed this episode or have enjoyed the podcast in general, I would really appreciate it if you could go to iTunes and leave me a rating and review. It really helps to get this podcast out to more and more people. So the easy way to do it is go to iTunes and in the search box, put in Franchise Euphoria. You will then see my cover art and you click on my smiling face that says Franchise Euphoria and then click on the link that says ratings and reviews. It's that simple, but boy, oh boy, does it mean the world to me when people leave ratings and reviews. And like I said, it really helps get the show out there. Once again, would love it if you would go to iTunes and leave a rating and review if you enjoyed this episode or other episodes of the show. And until the next time, happy franchising.